Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, where you will find messages from various speakers here at Eastgate House of Prayer Mission Base, both a house of prayer and a praying church. We pray that you are blessed through this message and that a greater measure of truth is revealed to you as you listen. something about your name that makes everything worth it. There's just something about your name that makes everything worthwhile. Lord, I thank you that you've gone before and behind, God, that you are in our midst right now. God, that you're moving hearts, that you're opening hearts, you're fostering hearts, Jesus, preparing hearts to receive everything that you've spoken, God. and everything you want to say now. Lord Jesus, you are so worthy. You are so unbelievably worthy. Do you ever ask yourself the question, why? It's a great question. Why do we do what we do? Why do we gather every Sunday? Why do we stand before the Lord as a church, as a body, in our own personal time, just to sing hymns, songs, written and unwritten. Why do we choose to pray and to fast? Why do we choose to give our spare time to this Jesus? The simple answer is because he's worthy. I was listening to uh, a bit of a message from David Slyker once, uh, and he said, he asked his students, why do we do this in the house of prayer? Why do we give day and night? Why, why do we give that to the Lord? Why do we spend our time and our, our resources and everything? Why do we give this Jesus everything? And he said, all of his students' answers, because he's worthy. And it's true. It's really true. He is worthy. He is worthy. But what does that mean? 
What does it mean that he's worthy? You look at the definition, it's to be due something, to be deserving of something, to be given that which you're due. So why is Jesus due all of this? Why is God due all of our praise and our adoration? Why is he due the myriads and myriads of angels in the heavens right now that are crying out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, day and night, joining with the saints and the elders and the, the, the many creatures surrounding his throne, unceasing, unending praise. Why is he do it? If not for the sole reason, because he's God. Why? If not for the sole reason that he is God, therefore he is worthy of everything. Why? And it's okay to ask why. God loves when you ask why, because he has an answer. <clears throat> he loves when we ask why, and that's okay. <laughs> so I want to paint a bit of a picture for you this morning. And we're going back, way back to the beginning of everything. Going back to the book of Genesis. In Genesis 1, when it says, the spirit was hovering over the waters. For who knows how long. But before everything, God was. He is the uncreated, holy, eternal king of glory. He is the Lord Almighty, matchless in splendor and in majesty. And yet, for some reason, he chose to create. And so from his throne in heaven, where he is crowned with many crowns and he dwells in unapproachable light, he spoke the earth into being. He separated the waters from the earth, the heavens from the waters. He separated it all. He established everything we know. He started speaking and stars came into being. Billions and billions of stars he just breathed out. He said, let there be light, and there was light. He created these amazing creatures in the sea, 
and on the earth, in the sky, these beautiful things. And he just spoke them into being, and they were. He didn't have to lift a single finger. He just spoke, and they were. And God's really smart. He's really wise. He knows what he's doing. Just so you know. <laughs> but this, the thing is, is Genesis isn't a story about creation. It's not just about creation. Actually, it's a lot bigger than that. It's the introduction to a love story. A really beautiful love story. <laughs> There's always a bigger picture. And the Lord has laid it out perfectly. And so after he spoke all these beautiful things into being and he established this perfect paradise, he saved what he thought was the best for last. And he said, let us make man in our own image so that they can be fruitful and multiply and they can have dominion over the earth. God Almighty, Creator God, Yahweh, Lord of everything, chose to give us, man, authority over this perfect paradise. And so, without further ado, he got off his throne came to the earth and he knelt down in the dirt. God, holy, perfect, spotless, Lord of all, got low in the mud and in the dirt, the dust of the earth that he created. And he chose to mold us to perfection. He didn't lift a finger for anything else but us. And he didn't have to. He could have spoke us into being like everything else, but he chose not to. the Lord of everything, knelt in the mud and in the dirt and molded us with his own hands out of dust. And then he bent down 
and he pressed his lips against the dirt and gave us life. Let that sink in. Holy God kissed the dust to give us life. That's crazy. It's unreal, but it's very real. He did it. He didn't have to, but he delighted in it and he chose to. And then we were given literally everything. We had it all. We had this beautiful paradise. We got to walk with the Lord hand in hand in this, in this paradise that he gave us. We literally had everything. He gave us everything. And then we royally screwed up. We thought there was more. But we literally had everything. Because he gave us everything. <laughs> and we screwed it up. But you know what? That's okay. Because like I said, God's really wise. And our God plans ahead. <laughs> He really does. So he knew what he was going to do. Thousands of years later, God, holy, eternal, wonderful God, did it again and literally gave us everything by sending his only son to clothe himself in flesh and bone. Not just for the 30 years that he walked on this earth and dwelt among us. No, he is still clothed in flesh and bone and reigns forever, for eternity, in heaven, at the right hand of the Father, with the Holy Spirit. God gave everything again, everything, and it fixed. It gave us a way, it gave us the answer to everything. God gave us everything. <laughs> and he didn't have to. But he chose to. God chose to clothe himself 
in the flesh and the bone, the dust that he created for the rest of eternity to die on a cross for our sin, for the choices that we made so that we could have eternity with him. And praise God that he reigns over death because he came back and now he ascended into heaven and he reigns forever. And this is the crazy part. Jesus still pleads the blood over us in intercession day and night. He's still giving us everything because he wants to. He loves to. It's his joy to. So why is he worthy of all of this? Why is he worthy of this time right now, of the time that you spend at home loving on him? Why? Why is he worthy of literally our everything? You know the verse from 1 John that says we love because he first loved us? We literally cannot do any of this without him doing it first. We get to love him because he loved us first. And this is the crazy thing. God really loves us, but God also really loves God. <laughs> and that's not a prideful thing. It's because God is love. <laughs> and so before we were even created, before he even decided to create anything, God was love love eternal, and he loved so rapidly, so radically, he loved so overwhelmingly, he's like, I just gotta share this. I just gotta share this love. It was from the overflow of love from the heart of God that we were created. It wasn't to be workers or laborers, though it's our joy to do so because he's worthy. It wasn't for performers. It wasn't so he could have servants. It's because he wanted a family. He wanted lovers. He desires relationship. 
before anything else. That is why we were created. We are the fruit of the overflow of love. That's why. Why do the myriads and myriads of angels and the elders and the saints in heaven, why do they say holy, holy, holy? It's not because he's commanding it. It's because they don't have any other words for the love and the adoration that they have for this God. It's their joy to do it day and night because they love him. And because he's worthy of it. We love him because he first loved us. We humble ourselves before the Lord because he humbled himself first. We surrender everything because he did it first. We bow low because he bowed low in the mud and in the dirt and in the dust of the earth first the very beginning of time to give us everything. So why do we give him this? Why do we give him everything? It's because he gave us everything first. So why is he worthy? Why is he do all of it? Literally all of it. Why is he do the tears? The crying out. Why is he? Why is he do the songs? Why is he do the time we spend in fellowship? Why is he do the gathering? Why is he do any of it? It's because he's worthy. If not for the sole reason, because he's God. but because he gave us everything first. Jesus, I thank you. that you willingly chose to give us everything. Without hesitation, God, that it was your joy to give us everything.
Lord, I pray for the grace to humble ourselves before you, to continue to bow low, to surrender and let go of everything and lay it at your feet over and over and over again. I thank you for the grace that you are imparting right now to this company of burning hearts to let go and give you everything that you are due and for the grace to do it with delight. Jesus, I thank you for the revelation of your worth, of your worthiness, God. You are truly invaluable. There's literally no one like you. And there will be no one like you in the heavens or on the earth, God. There's no one like you. Lord, it is our joy to give you everything. God, I pray for continued revelation to each and every heart in this room. Of just how worthy you are of literally everything, not just the worship on Sunday, but every waking moment, God, the morning we wake up, you're worthy of our mornings. You're worthy of that first breath that we take, whether it be a yawn or a laugh or a cry. You're worthy of our mornings, God. You're worthy of the time we spend with our family. You're worthy of the times that we spend before you in solitude, just sitting with you, whether you choose to say something or not. Just your presence is enough, Jesus. You're worthy of the times that we spend in fasting and in prayer in travail, in intercession for our loved ones, God, that don't know you. Jesus, actually, right now, I pray that you would break our hearts once again, that you would wound our hearts for our family members that don't know you, Jesus. God, would you give us a fresh zeal in our hearts to go after the one that doesn't know you in our family, God. That we would be the testimony of Jesus in their midst, God. Give us wisdom, give us boldness, give us faith to pursue the lost ones in our family. And God, we just contend for their hearts right now that they would understand how worthy you are, God, and the love that you had for them before creation even began.
Jesus, I thank you that you're speaking to hearts right now. And Lord, I pray that you'd continue to speak and take us deeper and deeper and deeper into knowing your heart as much as we can understand. It's the capacity that we have to understand your love. God, I thank you that you are faithful to take us deeper. Jesus, we love you. We really love you. And it's true, it's all for you. Thank you that you loved us first so that we could get to love you. In your name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. To find more teaching resources or to join us via live stream, visit our website at eastgatehouseofprayer.ca.